Hey guys and welcome. I'm Hazza and I'm Muzike and, and this, this is, is the, the late, late night, night fix. fix. Join us on a journey into the night. Anything is on the table and nothing is off limits. So take a seat and buckle up for action-packed episodes. Hot topics, juicy goss and special guests are coming your way. Don't go anywhere. Coming your way. Late night fix. Don't go anywhere. Coming your way. Late night fix. Don't go anywhere. Coming your way. Late night fix. This is your Late Night Fix. Hey guys and welcome to the Late Night Fix. This is episode 10. I'm Muzike with my co-host Hazza. How are we tonight, bro? Going well, Muzike. How are you? Good. Very good, man. Excellent. Episode 10. Here we are and joined in the studio tonight with us. We have Dave and Henry again. Good evening. How are we? Good. Good to be back. Dave, how are you? Oh yes, great, great, son. It's um, it's it's more than good. It's great. Excellent. So tonight's episode is about transport, and transport is being revolutionised at the moment. We're making this change now from petrol or fossil fuel based cars to renewable uh, cars, I suppose, or cars that depend on renewables. Um, so let's talk about that. We're all sort of in some way involved with transport or we have been involved with transport uh, as a career or as a livelihood or or a job rather. Um, Muzike, you're involved now with heavy transport. Yep. Dave, you've been involved with heavy transport yourself and you've worked for the railways. Yes, yes, I have. I've had a varied career in transport. It's all been fascinating, Um, sometimes dirty beyond description. Yeah. But it's all been interesting. Excellent. And Henry used to work in aviation and yep. now you're working for uh, Rideshare app for Uber. That's right. Excellent. So, gentlemen, what do we think about renewables? What are your opinions? Muzike, let's start with you. I know you've got a hybrid car. Talk to us yeah. about that. Well, look, um, renewable energy, man, it's a whole new um, generation that's coming up in the years. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've got hybrid vehicles at the moment and um, EVs as well, electric vehicles. Okay. In the years coming, you know, there's going to be more electric vehicles and eventually hydrogen vehicles, man. Hydrogen. Hydrogen, powered by hydrogen. C- can I ask in terms of fuel economy, when it comes down to dollar figures, how's, how is your car compared to a conventional car? Well, with a hybrid vehicle, you know, it's not idling when it's stopped at the lights or wherever. So when you switch it on, it's basically running on the hybrid battery um, and you just, the engine doesn't turn on. Okay. And that's how you save a lot of uh, money on fuel. How does the battery charge? So how the battery charges is by the engine. Mm -hmm. The engine charges the hybrid battery. Okay. And also it's got regenerated braking system as well too. So if you're going downhill or when you're braking, Mm. That um, charges a hybrid battery. Okay. And in terms of cost, I have heard that hybrid vehicles or vehicles that are completely electric, they're quite expensive to buy. How do you finance a car like that? Look, it is um, a bit expensive. It's Mm. around 1500 more um, on top of like a normal regular car. 1500 or $1,500. Okay, sure. Yeah. but it's worth it. Paying that extra bit, then you're going to save a lot of money on fuel. 
each year. Plus, you've got an incentive mm. on your rego every year as well too. Okay. Um, you know, so I'm not sure how much the discount is on the registration. Um, that's a thing that's hidden behind the scenes. Um, it doesn't show on your registration mm. a paper saying, you know, how much is being discounted. Mm. So, you know, it would be nice for Service New South Wales to show that. Okay. Um, but apparently it's, I don't know, a few hundred dollars cheaper than like a normal petrol car or something like that. Okay, so no regrets. And I know that you had to order your car specially made from Japan. It wasn't something that... Yeah, well, yep. obviously when a new car comes out, they make an announcement, um, you know, because people go crazy over hybrid vehicles, especially when it's a Toyota. Okay. And, um, you know, people go and, you know, put an order in and then um, the dealer says it's going to be about, you know, six to eight months wait. Mm-hmm. Um, well, mine took about eight months. Okay. Excellent. You mentioned hydrogen power. We'll get to that yeah. towards the end of the episode, but before we do that, Dave, you've, um, had a varied career in transport and I know, uh, in one of our earlier episodes, you spoke about how difficult vintage cars were to drive back in the day, um, and how you had real drivers back then. Uh, what's your opinion on the way things are going with technology and cars, vehicles and, and whatnot? Um, well, when, when you um, touch on the topic of uh, renewable energy, I've mm. got to be quite blunt about this, but um, wind in particular yep. doesn't have the ability for sustained power and mm. that is a requirement on the grid. Mm. It's inconsistent power, which mm. only works when the wind happens to be blowing in the right manner. Okay. And not excessive either. Sure. Um, the, um, the replacement of blades and the rate of wear, I think, m- makes it unsustainable. What we should, where we should be going is. Sure. Um, Nuclear power, mm. and pe- people will lay the accusation ag- against Chernobyl. But you've got to remember, uh, Chernobyl was the worst-run industrial facility in Europe, um, okay. run mainly on vodka. And uh, but I might also add that n- none of the uh, the planned planned uh, or projected mutations ever occurred. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, around Chernobyl. Sure. Um, but uh, Clive Palmer, although I just rate him in most mm. other ways, particularly pertaining to the um, his support of the uh, or against the vax, um, yeah. I will and I probably will vote for him because... Yes, he, yep. he supports nuclear power. <laughs> but but going back to transport, sorry. Oh. So in, in terms of transport, what? petrol cars, electric cars. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah. Well, it, it, it's much, it's much pe- less polluting. Sure. On the face of it, to have electric cars. Okay. Um, but we're going to have um, we're going to have problems and increased. Mm. Um, in, increased, um, what's the word? It's a simple word, and it doesn't come. Like an increased it. burden or um, on the on the grid. Is no, that what no, you're saying? No, or, no. no. Okay, uh, I'm trying to help. D- dirty, sorry. dirtiness, um, dirtiness. 
Yeah, pollution. Okay. Um, yep. it, because the, the required rare earths and minerals have to be extracted out of the ground. Sure. And uh, that that is going to lead. Look, there's no known industrial process mm. which doesn't which doesn't entail either a certain amount of danger or inconvenience to someone. Okay. But so, if yeah. people want to live yeah. the, a Western-style lifetime, yes. they've got to be prepared to pay for it and I, without resorting mm. to um, massive power bills like we have in Australia, which, which, which has been given to us by our refusal to embrace nuclear power. It, it might also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, they might make the cost of electricity the way it is at the moment to stop waste? Is that sort of to stop consumers from wasting electricity oh, or is uh, that sort of? Well, that might be an indirect. Um, I think I, it's I, an intended. I, look, look I, yeah. I mean, how, how can uh, people complain about um Excess usage of electricity. When, when you look at the city skyline and you see all those unoccupied office spaces, yeah, yeah. And, and all the power going into them, how can you justify that? Yeah, that's I mean, a good I mean if, if that's where you're coming from, mm. um, that's hardly supportive of any any sort of a policy. Were, were you implying that the government was trying uh, to? Um, I, I thought that well, discourage people. Well, I, I thought that was the idea underlying no, that, charging that's people an for water or utilities. Yeah, no, no that's no? an okay. indirect um, result. Result okay. of, of people uh, 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 of our uh, backward thinking on power. Okay, uh, in Germany, <laughs> yeah, and France, yeah, um, over almost seventy years of power generation, yeah, or nuclear power, there was no untoward incidents. Yeah. Since since the Greens have got in in Germany yeah. and decided in their wisdom to go back on that, they've in, been importing coal-generated power from Poland. Oh, gee. Now, what does that tell you? I I, I haven't heard it, those stories. I'll have to verify that. But okay. yeah, I, if okay. that's the you case, investigate yeah, them. But, but if that is the case, then, of course, that is not ideal, certainly. Far from ideal. Of course. Um Okay, scooting across. Thank you, Dave. Scooting across to Henry. So you've uh, worked in aviation, and now you're working for Uber. I just did a little research, very briefly before. So, in Australia, Uber is offering all of their current drivers who purchase a fully renewable electric or hydrogen vehicle a fifty percent reduction in their monthly operating costs. Hydrogen's place in the road transport ecosystem requires a serious consideration given that it's more practical than electrical vehicles in refuelling. And that's from stockhead.com.au and and that's a reasonably recent article. I didn't know that. um, uh, Sorry, that's from the 1st of June this year. Um, You work for Uber but you don't have an electrical vehicle or an electric vehicle rather. Um, Are you planning to get one? What are your thoughts? Where are you headed? Yeah, I think I'll get one in the future. Okay. It's just um, when I purchased the car about last year, the car mm. and the car was re- relatively cheap and fuel was still cheap at the time. Yeah. Before the fuel jumped up to like over $2 now. Mm. Over it's $2? Like, is that record-breaking? Wow. 
Yeah, is is that record breaking our Gee. fuel price at the moment? It's the premium. The uh, premium ninety eight is around two dollars a liter. I, I yeah. paid a dollar eighty the it's other crazy. the other day, but I yeah, two dollars is. Oof. This is also yeah. mental. It's, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, regional instability in the Middle East isn't helping the situation at all. Okay, it's fueling it. Yes. Yeah. It's fueling it, but it's mate. also prompting people to consider electric vehicles, which is an indirect, yeah. but a, a, yeah. a good. Is, is I mean, it's prompted you to think about that. Oh, yeah. it is heading yeah. towards yes. that way. Yeah, yes. okay. I'm yeah. driving a Mercedes at the moment, and Mercedes Ooh. has announced <laughs> yes. that by 2030, okay, all cars will be electric. 2030, yeah, all the cars they manufacture. Yeah, all so, Mercedes will turn electric by 2030. But same with Jaguar cars. But are they not considering Musicay? Are they not considering hydrogen vehicles, Mercedes? Is yeah, that right? um, I think yeah, there will be hydrogen um, Mercedes Benz as well. Okay. Um, because I think everyone knows, you know, because electric vehicles, everyone knows that word, right? Yes. But when yeah. you say hydrogen, hydrogen, some of them people don't know what that is. So that's why, mm. you know. It's, I guess it's better to say EVs, you know, or electric vehicles. Mm. They understand them more because they think, oh, okay, you know, it's battery-powered vehicles. So, mm. But even with hydrogen, it's the same thing. But what's powering, it's basically hydrogen and it converts it to electricity. Okay. So I know you're a big advocate for hydrogen vehicles. Why don't you explain that to our listeners? Talk to us about hydrogen vehicles. How do they work? What are the options for heavy transport? Yeah. Tell us what you know. I mean, hydrogen vehicles are really good because, you know, you don't have to plug in the the vehicle itself. You mm. just fill it up like a normal petrol or diesel car. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you just fill up full tank and you get about, I think, 800 to over 1,000 Ks on a full tank. Wow. So that will take about three That's to five goodness. minutes to fill up, just like a normal, goodness you know, goodness. regular car. Yeah. Petrol or diesel, whereas when you come to yes. electric vehicles, it mm. takes hours to charge up. So, what would you prefer, hydrogen car or an EV? Well, hi- on the what face said, of an EV, any time. No, get, well, hydrogen though. Uh, uh, so, I mean, uh, hydrogen. Oh, yes, yeah. Be- because yeah. Um, you've always got this continual. Uh, r- what's known as range anxiety. Yeah, that's, and that's right. That's lying yeah. at the back of your mind, yeah. especially if you're going to go off road yeah, or any yeah. unspecified areas, mate. On a highway, yeah. 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 I had that experience at the start of this year, actually. I <laughs> the fuel light came out, came on, and I was driving down the Pacific Highway from the north coast, um, and. The nearest petrol station, according to Google, was in Port Macquarie, which was 60 k's away. I was very nervous, but I was having range anxiety. Yeah. Tell us, when you fill up a hydrogen car, what are you filling the car up with? Is it water? What is it? Okay, so you're you're filling up the car with actual hydrogen. Gas? Yes. Okay. Um, I think how it is, they, they turn it into ammonia. Yes. And then, um, then it goes through the um, electrolyzer plant machine, and then it's yep. converted into like um, proper hydrogen gas. Okay. Um, and then, in the vehicle, mm. it's in the tank, and then it goes through the pipes into um, something called the fuel cell stack. Okay. 
that fuel cell stack converts the hydrogen to electricity, which will power the, the vehicle, the, the wheels. Wow. Yeah. Can I ask a valid question on this? Um, hydrogen, yeah. based on historic occurrences like the- it's Flammable. Yeah, highly flammable, like yeah. Hindenburg, yeah. which burned at a mooring mast in New Jersey in 1937. People have apprehensions about this. Can yeah. Have you got anything reassuring to say? Yeah, look, yeah. Um, the word hydrogen, like obviously people are, you know- Nervous. A bit nervous and scared yeah. because of the Hindenburg, um, you know, because incident. Incident. Mm. Back then, they didn't have the technology what they have now. Okay. Right. Um, hydrogen mm. is combustible, just like you know diesel mm. and petrol. Mm. So, with the technology that we have right now, mm -hmm. that um, you know the scientists and the people that are involved in that industry have managed to you know come up with a hydrogen tank yes. right which is very safe and okay. it's stored in there you know just like diesel and petrol right yep. so but with this hydrogen tank they they've actually fired a bullet at it wow um i think it's got carbon or something protective or something it's impenetrable like, yeah and it, it doesn't blow up yeah it just bounces off the tank yeah something like that so yeah. it's a woven okay. fiber carbon yeah, Your something. Line. Yeah, something like that. That's um, very. It's very secure. Yeah. Mm. And um, in the vehicle, they've got sensors. So okay. if there's a leak, like a mm -hmm. gas leak or something, it would alert you. Mm. Even if you're filling up the hydrogen. Yes. Um, at the pump, where the um, when you you know like you know put in the hydrogen um. Nozzle. The nozzle. That's right. Mm -hmm. There would there's some sort of like sensor thing mm -hmm. that will talk. Um, to the car or something, mm. and then it will detect if there's any leak or not. Okay, and then it'll just cut off. So yeah. there are there are safety, safety mechanisms. Yeah, that's or right. Yeah, procedures. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. And so, if I want to buy a hydrogen car in Australia, can I do that? Look, right now, not not yet, because okay. um, Toyota and Hyundai have um, brought um, well, Toyota's brought out the Toyota Mirai, mm -hmm. um, the latest one which is a sedan car. It mm -hmm. looks really nice. Mm -hmm. And um, Hyundai have brought out the Nexo. Nexo. So, so both yeah. um, hydrogen cars, what they also do is purify the air around you. Okay. It cleans the air outside. Wow. Yeah. And, and the options for heavy transport, because you work in heavy transport, are there hydrogen-powered buses or trucks or what? There is overseas yeah. for hydrogen buses. Okay. Um, I think in Europe and London. London okay. Transport, they've got hydrogen double-deckers. Wow. Um, and in Australia, they're, you know, going to be, you know, getting into manufacturing hydrogen buses as well, not just electric buses. Okay. Um, but right now, because I have a friend that, you know, he works in the manufacturing of, um, uh, in buses. They, it's, the company is called Custom Denning. Okay. Custom Buses. And Have you heard of that, that company, boys? Uh, no. Custom I'd Denning. I'd, like, I'd actually like to know where where is my, most of the research coming from that's directed towards hydrogen? Well, it's CSIRO, yeah. um, the government website arena.gov.au. Mm. Um, that they've been researching in, into this mm. and the government's funding a lot of money into it to, to make it happen with the infrastructure and all that. I think, I mean, 
gentlemen, jump in. But to me, this seems like a better option than EVs, given all the stations you've got yeah. to set up, the infrastructure that you need to set up for electric vehicles. That's right. Um, I mean, Henry, uh, would you prefer to have a hydrogen vehicle that you can fill up in five minutes and drive 5,000 Ks on one tank without having to refuel? Or would you prefer an electric vehicle that you'd have to charge maybe once or twice a day, well, yeah, given the Ks you drive for yeah, Uber? Yeah, if that's yeah. true, then, yeah, yeah, hydrogen would be a clear winner. Yeah. Clearly. But, you look, you will have two options. Like, there mm. are people that prefer have EV, electric vehicles, yeah. and they don't want to drive hydrogen. But I reckon the hydrogen is going to overtake EVs. I have this feeling. Yeah. Because they're going to put it out saying, okay, would you prefer to fill up a full tank within three to five minutes of hydrogen or would you prefer to wait out like, you know, few, like four to six hours mm. for your, you know, electric vehicle to be fully charged and mm. then off you go? Well, ask Henry that question <laughs> because he's the commercial driver. Yeah. I mean, on, I, guess for you, I guess for you, man, like, you know, you'd probably be a hydrogen Car, My know? dream car at the moment will be Tesla 2016. 2016. Where I can uh, supercharge yes. the battery for free. For free? Because oh. uh, anything later than that, yep. you have to pay for the supercharger. Okay. But how, how, how could that take preference over um, – um, how could that take preference over hydrogen when you've got this – added ingredient with an electric vehicle with a range anxiety. Can you explain that? Running out of charge, in other words. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Running out of charge at the wrong moment. Yeah, not much is known about hydrogen at the moment. Everyone is speculating mm. on um, electric vehicles. Yeah. Tesla being the biggest name of them all at the moment. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my... Yeah, if I was, if I was to have my dream car at the moment, it would be a Tesla. Yeah, two thousand and sixteen, where I can drive Uber until twenty twenty six. How far can you go in that car on a full charged? Probably uh, around like five hundred kilometers, and then it takes twenty minutes to uh, supercharge it again. Okay. But or, you're, you're talking about a city environment where where where. You, if you're working within the parameters of a city, mate, is is vastly different from going off. To a, a, a long range uh, drive in the country. Yeah, it's just suitable for Uber driving within the city. Mm. It will last you a night or well, you, you stop over somewhere mm. for free supercharging while you're on your, while you're on your break. Mm. 20 minutes or overnight using um, normal um, wall plug. Wall, wall yeah. plug. Mm. The wall plug is the other option where you can charge at home. Yeah, well, that like – that is an issue with um, charging at home, which you have to leave it overnight till the morning. Mm. It will take more than eight hours to fully charge your car. You do the bulk of your work at night though, don't you, Henry? You normally work overnight. Yes, I normally yeah. drive overnight, yeah. So you charge it during the day, I suppose. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. semantics. Oh, yeah, whenever I'm sleeping, yeah, yeah sleeping, if I was yeah. to do that. But yeah. it charges your electricity. Yeah. I would prefer the free supercharging from like some shopping centre. Yeah, that sounds like well, it right. takes twenty minutes mm. while I have a break. And and is hydrogen technically renewable? People like things to be. Re I guess that's in vogue now. People, that's a catchy word, renewable. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is it renewable? You can, yeah, yeah, you can make green hydrogen. Okay. Um, out of hundred percent renewable energy, um, with solar 
um, you know, wind. Mm. Hydrogen is a, is a completely renewable resource. It's, it yeah. forms one of the, the gases of the atmosphere. Of, of the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. And, and that's why I see in the years to come because, like, we don't have – well, look, the infrastructure isn't there yet, mm. but the government funding and all that, it's going to happen. In in terms of emissions, though, because it's it relies on combustion, does it? I don't know how it's so. Yeah. The only emission it is is yeah. just water vapor. Water vapor. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. And basically, you can literally drink that water vapor. You can collect it again, or or mm. well, yeah. It, like there's an there's a button in the car in Toyota Mirror where you press it and it will just empty out the um. The water. Okay. And oh, they've, right. I've seen on, on on video where they're actually they put a glass um, cup underneath. Oh wow! And then it's so clear that they can you can actually physically drink the um water. Try uh, try and pure buy, try imbibing carbon monoxide, mate. If you're in an enclosed space with a with a um, an IC vehicle, it could kill you quite quickly it's it's most unhealthy yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's for sure and even yeah. with some um, heavy vehicles I think yeah. overseas they have built um hydrogen trucks yeah but it's not i don't think it's in in australia yet but yeah. there are some comp new companies that are popping up yeah and um they want to start manufacturing hydrogen fuel cell vehicles yeah trucks and and, and all that here in in Australia. What I've now, now that you mentioned trucks, what I've never understood is that for I, I understand point to point transport with cargo. You've, you've got a truck, and obviously from the port uh, to a warehouse, it's ideal to have a truck, right? But over longer distances, I'm not sure why more freight doesn't go by rail. Um, you know, when you've got a, a a freight train that could potentially be a number of kilometres long. Because you, you don't have the advantage of point to point. No, no, but I'm I, – so I mentioned that, but between states, say, for instance, across borders. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, 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 yeah. the advantage of rail over any other form of transport yep. is uh, bulk transport. There's nothing that can even approach it. Yeah, but I so mean, why, why do we bother with interstate trucking? Well, and, because of the advantages of – Trucking point to point, double or triple handling or whatever. <laughs> I might so the the idea I have in my mind is that you have a freight train takes all the uh, cargo containers or the sea containers to a, a big warehouse or a distribution center at the edges of a city, and then they're collected from there to where they need to go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 that's the point that I, I am making. That yeah. um. But you obviously can't have a rail system, so you, then you truck it within the designated area of a major city or whatever. Ideally, yeah. 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 That That's sort of what I'm imagining in my head. There's a lot of things going on here with transport, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Talk to us, Dave, about the changes you've seen in transport over the years because you, you grow up in, what, the 50s and 60s and – uh, all, all through, well, I mean, you would have seen a number of changes, I guess, with with cars and transport and whatever else. Well, I've yeah. al I've already detailed um, in a previous encounter with you, Harry, that um, of, of 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 the early um, 
the the early, the early in, in, the real in, drivers. Yeah, yeah, the real drivers. The, the real drivers. Yeah, yeah. but um, they had to be contending yeah. with what I described. But uh, that that yeah. took so long ago. Uh, my parents sent us three boys yeah. to Sunday school at St John's in uh, Glen Huntley Road, Elstonwick. So long ago. Yeah, late forties, early thirties. Um, the rare. Nineteen um, twenties tourer yeah. would come cruising down the road. Yeah, yeah, that that was part of life uh, because a lot of those vehicles, due to the wartime streng- stringencies, yeah. had been take, taken off and put up on blocks during the war. What scraps to make no, airplanes no, and no, things? No, or not no, scrapped at no? all. Okay. Just put up on blocks so they could be ready oh. to operate as soon as the uh, stringencies. Of uh, wartime had gone. Yeah, yeah. How have you found driving cars across the years? Because these days, what have we got? Reversing cameras and ABS brakes yeah. and all these little the safety nifty, features. Yeah, what and are the all other? That. What, what are some other safety features? You Blind know? spot monitoring. Yeah, yeah. Central locking yeah. and um, child power windows. Power pr- you, do you have any? Oh, what a, lane um, adjustment. Lane, oh, lane depart- departure assistant or something? Yeah. 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 Or these- auto driving. Yeah. <laughs> self-driving. Yeah. How, how could you complain yeah. against any of those things? I mean, uh, Dad yeah. had a flying standard. Yeah. Um, they had a wood frame body. Yeah. The same as we, me with a Morris 8. Yeah. And those bodies used to twist as they get older. <laughs> and and wow. it wasn't unknown. They had a suicide door. Yeah. Which, which was hinged from the rear. And those doors oh, yeah. um, could open, and it's happened to me and my grandmother. She was deposited on a on a, on a corner. Yeah, it's cost lives. Uh, the, yeah. the body stru- the body structure wasn't uh, rigid like today. Okay. Um, all, all all those advantages. Yeah. And especially um, cameras. Yeah. Picking up in the presence of infants. Yeah. In in the reversing. Um, they they can only be positive, mate. To yeah. Save a lot of broken hearts. One thing you've lamented though is the absence of a chassis on a modern car. Oh, well, the unitary construction leads to a reduction in weight. Mm. This is this is all weight that's got to be carried around. Um, having a chassis is certainly stronger, but it's it it it, it it's a weight penalty which has got to be exacted in extra fuel being consumed. Okay. Um, yeah. Are there things that annoy you about driving today, like roundabouts, speed cameras, speed humps? Um, oh, like you, it, you didn't, it, yeah. it, it consists of a lot of uh, impractical people out there on the road that don't know how to adapt the conditions okay. and um, they dawdle and uh, <laughs> act in a nanny-like manner, which can be very frustrating to other motorists, but... Okay. We're not all cast from the same thread, I suppose, so we've got to make allowance for uh, yeah, it, people's failings. You can tell a lot about a person's character by the way they drive, can't you? We can. We can. <laughs> Indecisive, yes. And uh, Well, you know, another thing yes. that what annoys me is Go on, was okay. yeah. broken roads and potholes. Oh, especially after heavy rain. Yes. Yes. Like in yeah. the city, right, yeah. like there are some – Broken roads and and it's so uncomfortable. Like <laughs> the bus just like 
There's one wobbles, you know. It's so annoying. Oh yes, for heavy transport. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. heavy yeah, transport. Well, yeah, well, that's wow. that, that. That's the penalty of. Um, you, you can yeah. have a bus. What what, what would a, a a lengthy bus weigh? At least twenty ton, mm. or any other heavy vehicle. And the, and those potholes have got to be filled in as quickly as possible, mate. But yeah. but that yeah. but that's what you get, especially with overloaded vehicles that exact their penalties on other motorists by that's destroying true. their yeah. roads. Yeah, but the thing is, potholes get worse. If you just leave them, the more cars that drive over them, especially overloaded ones, if you as you've just said, overloaded tracks and heavy heavy vehicles, um, they they just get tremendously worse yeah. to the point that a bus wobbles. Yeah, but but yeah. nevertheless, its its suspension is rugged enough to take that. But That's, a, a, yes, a, yes, a, a light motor car. Um, can't. Well, and imagine that, if you're driving a scooter and you you drive. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I know. I was yeah. I was driving uh, when I'm I was in the it. Army Reserve. Um, I I hit this massive pothole in Mo- in uh, Mowbray Road, and I was lucky to be able to hang on. The thing was wobbling everywhere, wow. but um, yeah. see with with buses, right? They use air suspensions. They're not normal suspensions huh? like springs where they can take those broken roads but i've noticed when you've got air suspensions it's it's not good really why like like i said like mm. the bus just wobbles and stuff it's very unstable when you're going through broken roads and potholes and stuff it just the bus just goes side to side and it's yeah. bumpy that doesn't mean the bus is unstable the air suspension is just reacting in a predictable manner to the conditions oh, yeah i mean what would you rather have, springs or air suspension? Well, I think, you know, the buses are being used a lot and it's gone through wear and tear and that's why the air suspensions are not working properly. Oh, okay. Because uh, there's a lot of, like, air leak as well. Well, I, I, I couldn't attribute any blame to the air suspension, mate. I'm, I mean, I think that's the air suspension is far superior to any form of mechanical suspension. Have you, have you ever... Sorry, go on. That I can ascertain. Have, have you ever almost lost control of a bus? Um, not really, but I've yeah. noticed some of the, not all the buses, but here and there, some of the buses are not wheel aligned properly. Okay. Do management know about this stuff? Well, the thing is the drivers are meant to be booking it up when they get back oh, to the depot, Okay, you know, okay. and then the mechanics will get um, like a list of things. Okay, this bus is, you know, has issues with air suspension or, or okay. whatever. So they'll yeah. they'll look into it and try and fix the problem. I guess that, that'll be the private operator's problem in a few days. <laughs> you mean a few weeks? A few weeks, rather. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Henry, talk to us about some of the incidents you've had on the roads. You you must have had a few over there. Has the potholes ever like slashed your tyres? Because that happened to me. Slashed your tyres. Wow. Yeah. Goodness. Easy. But surely, like, council has a responsibility or whoever's responsible for the roads, the RMS or whoever it is. Council. Um, council, right? If it's slashing your tyres, I mean, are you entitled to some damages or something? Or <laughs> wouldn't you think? No, but seriously, because you rely on your car for livelihood. You're oh, my mine is tax deductible. I'm, I feel yeah. sorry for general motorists because tyres can be very expensive. And um, Yeah. But you're losing income until it's repaired, right? Yeah, I normally have a spare tire that I pull oh, straight I away, and the next day I would go to a tire shop and That's and it. repair the um, wow. or replace the the spare one. Okay, 
But see, the problem is mm. council don't act quickly to go fix those potholes. <laughs> they take months and months to, you know, to, to go fix it. When someone yeah, like not going to wait comp- months, mate. Not not if it's a standing pothole. They get, they'll fix it overnight oh. if necessarily. They should. Yeah. Well, they should. Yeah. Because yeah. because it, it could cause serious injury and potentially. It depends how yeah. big the pothole yeah. is. Yeah. But yeah, overall, yeah. Sydney yeah, is doing a good job. Uh, in repairing the roads, they're always doing the mm. the roadworks at night. Yeah, that's, there's a lot of roadworks. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 th- I think the onus is uh, on, on the motorist. He's got to take care and he's got to be observant. That's true. Yeah. yeah, you've got to. I'm referring to a, a, what was known as a nanny. Um, it, uh, a, yeah. a lot of people sit sit behind the wheel like a sack of potatoes, mate. To get mm. on a motorbike would be an education for them. I've done uh, that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you think though that with all this technology and moving towards driverless cars, which I've said before to you, Henry, could deprive you of a job at some point, and you too, was okay. Um, are we sort of being uh, looked after too much, or deprived of? Um, I guess. Uh, control of a vehicle i mean is that justified um you know given things what can happen yeah i think you're going to be waiting a very long time for a driverless car mate mm. you know there's several incidents overseas where people have died as a result as a result don't pin your hopes too strongly on i don't hope it's it. not I'm, it's not 100 percent there yet i i, I hope it doesn't well, happen so that People who are bus drivers can still work and earn a living and pay their bills, and same for commercial Uber rideshare drivers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah for some reason, human intelligence still needed on the road. <laughs> yeah, for now. And sure. how? Yeah, none yeah. of the car manufacturing uh, companies has announced that um, will be self-driving cars in the near future. They all they do say it's going to be electric, but mm. none of them are like promising anything about self-driving cars. Okay, so you feel okay for the moment then, Henry? Oh, all the people like change careers all the time. Sure, yeah. It does seem though that you enjoy this job more than some of the other jobs you've had, so I I wouldn't like to see you replaced by a robot, you know? Yeah, it's been six and a half years doing um, rideshare mm. and uh, a robot would be... No match for me. <laughs> it's happening in all spheres. I, I, I'm concerned about recent graduates at the Great Hall, Sydney Uni, where you yeah. got your uh, your uh, second degree, Harry, and I'm, I'm looking at these people working as legal clerks and I'm thinking, well, are their jobs going to be consumed by um, yeah. computers? It, it extends to all parts of society and it's a, mm. it's a, a disturbance to me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a robot can malfunction at any time. Yeah. And it can be hacked as well too. Yeah. And overtaken, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see probably the supermarkets um they can, you know, nearly get rid of all the stuff and have, you know, robotics and stuff filling the shelves. Yeah. Everything automated. Mm. You know, even the self-serve checkouts, you know. Yeah. Um eventually They'll probably get rid of those um, staff where you go, they serve you and all that. More unemployment, yeah. And robot vacuum. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. 
can, a rabbit. They can vacuum the whole floor. <laughs> yeah. I guess in terms of the challenges of life, though, uh, and convenience, um, you know, people people like things to be convenient, right? And if a robot can accomplish a task with without drama or emotion or resistance um, as compared to a worker uh, who, who might be less reliable, um, then people might or employers might opt for a robot or clients or customers might prefer a, a robot or some, an automated process. But, but then, you know, as a driver or as um, choosing a career that's challenging to you and um, puts you under stress or challenges your abilities and pushes you to your limits, you know, we're sort of being deprived of those things as human beings, if you catch my drift. Uh, yeah. Being deprived, do you think it's a deprivation to... Well, I think life is inherently challenging. Um, it should be challenging. It shouldn't be too comfortable, I, I would say. Um, no, I think yeah. you can get too complacent if you're too comfortable. You, 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 uh, I mean, man was meant to cope with challenges. Mm. Yeah, we, we don't want to be, end up as zombies without... It, it, it promotes comp competitiveness in sports and a lot of other areas of human endeavour. Mm. And without that, mate, it, life's just going to be totally bland. For yeah. sure. Now, Dave, there's a poem, and I know you've been dying to read it. It's called The Pedal Car. I know you're a poet, and um, if you'd like, uh, you, you We'd love you to recite your poem there, the yeah. first few lines or the whole um, thing, if you like, whatever. whatever. Before I do that, Harry, I'll, yes. I'll just give you a brief, brief uh, introduction. Um, my first um, – oh, sorry, my, my grandmother, grandmother small on my mother's side, uh, her first cousin was Mary Gilmore. Now, when the latest – $10 note came out, um, I looked at that and I was astounded because it's a mirror image of my own dear mother, my now departed mother who was born in 1910. In 1957, while I was still at school, I made about three requests for mum for an introduction to Mary Gilmer and I was told, oh, no, she, she's a communist sympathiser and she's the family rat bag. Um, so I prefer that you didn't meet her. So I, 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 I missed that, that, um, that great opportunity. She was painted by um, William Dable. Mm. But um, sometime in the late, in the late 90s, I imagine... I'd fallen in love with this physiotherapist, and it's got and it got me onto this poetry spree, and I didn't know I I had it. Wow! Yeah. And and, and since that time, I have been writing poetry. Yeah. Now the first one concerns um, a car, a pedal car, which Dad had made for us three boys. Okay. In the, and without further ado, I'll read it. Okay. The Take it away. In the pedal car. In the year of 44, we were still embroiled in war. Every night 
Dad would homeward, homeward wind, driving his flying standard tin. With a charcoal burner at the rear, it must have been a cow to steer. Yes, at night, mostly late, he'd come flying through our front gate. From 12-hour shifts on a herker slave, made him crave what mum gave. After driving down our cinder drive where cabbages and chickens thrived and dived, he'd stop before our homemade air raid shelter on fire for mum. He'd send smelter. One day, with eyes open wide, I asked him what he did. Fitting and turning, son, he replied, is how I earn my quid. Under Paul Granusky, Hitler hater and non-yid. If we falter now, we'll all feel the descent of death's dark lid. Close over us with finality, so it's fight on or face calamity. I sought additional info about his occupation, but he'd replied, you'll know much more when you reach maturation. By then the Saviour's birth was drawing near in a weary world and people held much higher hope for better things unfurled. Christmas Day brawned bright and clear, gift unwrapping time was here. Yes, under that tree in sylvan red stood a thing to turn any kid, Ted. Imagine our pleasure, our surprise, when a brand-new pedal car met our eyes that had made it himself from what he could scrounge, that miniature marvel in our lounge, standing neath our sacred tree, like Christ himself, completely free. Dad had used his craftsman guile to decorate our tree in style. Explained a lot like the canny grin whenever I'd questioned the tool shed din. Yet though I loved that little car, we too weren't into travelling far. With all escapes so far failed, I felt locked in Pentridge, jailed, until the day an unlocked gate presenting itself, we went out and exited ourselves. Yes, on that day unauthorised, I took that toy car for a drive, leaving our Imperial Avenue abode. We headed towards Glen Huntley Road, turning left towards the city. This, I thought, pedalling on is looking really pretty. Past Scotty's. Mate of Dad's, ex-miner from the hill, wife it was who ran the till. Heard a compressor whine and pop within that tiny one-man shop. We're making toys for kids to thrill, worked on that man from Broken Hill. Came to Hopeton Gardens, heading west towards the city. This, thought I, travelling on, is looking really pretty. In Hopeton Gardens stood two smooth boar, boar war artillery, looking on in fierce futility at a faith, often pilloried, targets of the worldly set, whose bywords are me, my and get. Belief in only what we see is the only style of life for we, who rail upon the weak, 
with voice and glare, with great wealth, supposed power. Yet the put-upons are where God's light has always shone. Thinking thus, I push that car towards opposing portals of St John's, a shelter for those put-upons, where having crossed over to the Presbyterians, I found myself content and egalitarian. Rejecting all that lack of faith did bode, I crossed that mighty road. With its road base of cement, I crossed because I was not in ferment. Because cement acts like faith as our goad, needs some asphalt covering load. Unlike that set that says, let's not trust, we'll just fret, you bet. An old-time garage stood at the crest of the hill, run by a khaki boiler-suited attendant whose name I recall was Bill. What a line-up, what an array in such a place I'd spend all day. Through an open door I saw a stut sedan and Oldsmobile and other names of motoring law. An A-model, its innards scattered on the floor, set the scene I wanted more. While manning the gravity-fed bowsers of that garage on the hill, Bill came and asked me, are you going far? To which I'd replied, my limit is the tar. Just fill this car with petrol, I cried with careless laugh. Am I the kind of kid to do a thing by half? Returning with an oil can, Bill didn't walk, he ran. Upending that car, he oiled its cranks for which he got my grateful thanks. So I left those old-time bowsers with their amber fluid high, backtracking to Imperial Avenue and an anxious mother's sigh. An overall Bill saw me, <laughs> looking on, saw me on my way. He didn't know. How could he tell? I was just a stray. It's still in travelling mode. I'd yet to cross Glen Huntley Road, recurling what I'd learnt from an anxious mother. Don't leave the curb without your heavenly cover. Look to your right, look to your left, and you'll not leave me bereft. Learned mantra like my... <clears throat> from mother being my favourite form of cutter. I ventured forth with assurance, though carrying no insurance, when a clanging bell announced a tram rushing down. Its worried driver wore a frown till a push, a shove, as from an angel high above, left me in bluestone gutter with that car muttering, I don't like the taste of grit nor tar, and who's the stranger from afar? who's rescued me from my plight like some noble venturing knight who took me home, leaving me no more to roam. With my breakout failed, I may as well have been in Pentridge jail. When Dad got home that night, there was investigation. If all our kids were killed, he cried, who would defend the nation? Lack of freedom, lack of expression like half the world. I was in repression. It isn't better than that better than kids who won't risk th- a thing apart from clinging to some mother's, some cloying mother's apron strings. And that, folks, is the end of that poem. I hope you enjoyed it. Wow, that was yeah. pretty good. Wow, wow what, a, what a poem. What a poem. Well, there are a few glitches there, mate, because I, I, I didn't get... 
Anyway. No, that's okay. Thanks very much. There are certainly things that transcend wealth and power and money. Absolutely. They can say that again. I have got other other poems here. Oh, well, that's enough for the moment. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But no, no, that's okay. Um, We we did enjoy it. Uh, Thanks, thanks. Let's wrap this episode up. Henry, I've I've got to say that we do need to get you and Matt on an episode together because um, he's been dying to debate you and uh, I I don't know what you were supposed to come to the – his place. Oh yeah, I yeah. heard. I heard he wants to debate about the yeah. view on vaccination. Are you Me nervous being about an anti-vaxxer you, and crypto? I'll be happy to take him on. But are you nervous about debating him? Because you, you didn't come last time, and I think you were supposed to. Is that? I, I'm not sure what's oh, going on. Is last that, time I was yeah. just tired, didn't make it. But if if I knew he wanted a debate, that would have uh, encouraged me to come. Okay, all right. But you're happy to debate him, is that right? Oh, for yeah. sure. Okay, because I think what 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 does Matt want to debate Henry about again? Was he okay? What's um, the... not just the COVID thing, but also crypto as well. Um, what about crypto? Because Henry's not a crypto skeptic. He's he's got he's invested in it. Yeah, I'm a crypto fan. He's a fan. Yeah. So, so yeah. what's the deal? I is think it, like um, um, I don't know the way in. You invest or something like his that. strategy. Yeah, probably strategy. Oh uh, yeah, the the way I buy every coin yeah. and he doesn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. But has that worked out for you? I don't think it has. Oh, has it? It, I don't. Peace of mind, like yeah. Whenever a coin yeah. went up five hundred percent, yeah. Like the other night, um, a coin called uh, Cocos, yeah, went up five hundred percent in like few hours. Did you sell it straight away? <laughs> I did. I profit on it straight away because I got it. Oh wow! Well. I bet. You know, nobody else. I bet Matt hasn't got it. What's it called? Cocos. Okay. C O C O S. Okay. Cocos. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So me having every single coin, it gives me a peace of mind of okay not missing out whenever um a coin jump up in value. So you hedge your bets to the next level. You sort of hedge on everything. <laughs> Like I judge a coin by the performance on the dollar. I mean, some might compare that to betting on every horse in a race. Like, oh, I reward the coins. The way I do it is like I reward the coin whenever it performs well. If it's not performing well, I leave it as it is. Okay. Until one day it performs well. (laughs) Okay. So you're always monitoring them. Always. Oh yeah. Always. Um. Always watching. Okay. And. To tail this episode off, do you have a message for Matt? What do you want to say to him? He's probably oh, going to yeah, listen Matt is to quite an intelligent man. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be honoured to have a chat with him in a, in a podcast. <laughs> do you want to challenge him in any way? or? So it's game on. It's game on. Yeah, yeah, bring it on. Are you afraid to lose? Oh, I'll say I'll lose so that he'll come and debate me. <laughs> Otherwise, he's okay. probably too scared to come. So you're, <laughs> so you're happy to lose. I'm happy. I, I don't mind losing. Oh, I mean, oh, if yeah. I if I lose, I deserve I'll, to. I'll and admit I'll lose win. already. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll admit yeah. I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll lose the day he comes. Okay. Well, it's going to be an interesting, um, you know, debate. For sure. And it, it could turn heated as well. But um, 
Yeah. So bring it's the gonna, fire extinguisher. Yeah, yeah it's going to be really interesting. So <laughs> nah, okay. I think Matt is a professional man. Yeah, he's a nice, nice. Yeah, yeah it will be a professional yeah. debate. Yeah. we'll keep it professional. Yeah. He's a gentleman. Yeah, it's yes. gentleman's yeah. debate. That's yeah. right. Indeed. Okay, signing off from ZK. All right, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed episode ten tonight on transport, and um, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Have a good night, guys. Good night. See ya. Good night, guys. Good night, folks.